Hey, Rust Friends. My name is Edie. And my name is Teddy. And you are listening to a new episode of the Rust Friends podcast. This is the Tony Fears Rust Friends <laughs> episode because I am still salty about Tony Khan not showing up to say happy Thanksgiving, to say, this is going to be a great show. Yep. What else does he say? He could have said anything, honestly. And he could have said anything and we would have been happy. We would have not felt disrespected because we feel very disrespected right very now. Very disrespected, Tony Khan. So let's start this episode. <laughs> for the thousands in attendance, for the millions watching around the world. You know what that means, boys and girls? The Devils! Goodbye and good night. Bang! All right, Rust Friends. So this week was AEW Dynamite and Rampage in Chicago. Rust Friend, there was just a lot that happened mm-hmm. in the episodes, in before we even got to Rampage, in after. And after. And after. So let's talk a little bit about the before. Okay. We went to go get ramen mm-hmm. and it was delicious, Rust Friend. I've I'm never so, been to that place. I'm so glad you loved it. And it was Yumi and Sergio, Rustman Sergio. Yes. He was iconic. He finished all his sopita, <laughs> which great for him because I, my stomach, Rustman, full. We had, we had appetizers before the ramen. We had mm-hmm. gyoza and we had edamame. So by the time the ramen came, we were a little full already. But no, Sergio can finish his food. That's his thing. He, his goal is always to finish his food. He can't leave anything behind. And he had a little salsita too. So I was like, okay, a little bit of spice. Yeah, he got, he had, you had a lot of bit of spice. Restaurant. Not enough. Remember I told you? <laughs> yes. You did say not enough. Um, I didn't have any little bit of spice because I was like, I don't know. I don't want to risk it. Right. You okay. want, It was your first time and you yeah. wanted to enjoy it like that. We're going to Dynamite and my pantalones are already a little tight. I remember I did tell you this. I was like, restaurant. I'm wearing jeans. Yes. <laughs> well, we were supposed to get sushi. Oh, and my God. Talk we, about the sushi story. We reserve our spot, <laughs> right? And they never even call us when the table was ready. So we're like, let's just go get ramen. Um, by the way, we went to Strings in Chinatown. If you guys are ever in Chicago. Go to Chinatown. Yes. They have a lot of delicious food. But, yes, if you want to get some ramen, um, Strings is very delicious. That's where it's at. It was very, very good. And they had tiny little pasitos. Yeah. Everything was so tiny, right? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, look at these little vasitos. And I told Rosman that I was going to get some for us for when we record. But not today. Today we have our, our Venti's. We have, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, we both have our Venti Starbucks drinks. Yes, Venti is, is the way to go, the way of life. So we eat our ramen and then we head to the arena. And this was in downtown Chicago. Thank you, Tony, for doing something right. Because All Out yes. was all out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Three hours away from Chicago. Maybe not three hours. Like an friend. hour and a an half. An hour, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> three hours away, Tony. <laughs> and I want to talk about this story because there was this little kid who was in front of us and he was walking and he had some little pantalones that reminded me of an outfit that Ray Phoenix had. He had just worn them for yes. full gear. And we were like, oh my God, look at, there's this little kid dressed as Ray Phoenix. And we thought it was so cute, restaurant. Yes, we did. And he was walking with a woman and I got it on the vlog, which the vlog is out, guys. So if you go to our YouTube channel, um, I forgot what I named it. But it's our latest video. I literally just posted it this morning. It's like Rest Friends Vlog Chicago Rampage. Deal. I don't know. Just <laughs> if you're subscribed, just go find it. But um, so we were like, oh, my God. Yeah, that is, that's really awesome that this little kid is dressed like... Ray. And then during the elite match, when Death Triangle comes out, Ray is like living his best life. And that little kid comes out with him. And I turned to Teddy and we were like, <gasps> we had an epiphany. We're like, that was his kid. We wow. were walking behind a celebrity and we didn't we even know it. In the presence of royalty. Yes. Mex- Mexican royalty. Mexican royalty. And wow, that's honestly the highlight of my week. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the vlog is AW Dynamite vlog, the elite return to Chicago. Okay. Yes, guys. Thank you so much, Restaurant, for finding that. Um, yes, guys. So go check that out and you can see all of the shenanigans that happened at the show. But we will talk about it yes. here because I cannot tell you how excited that I was to see MJF as champion and to come out in Chicago. <laughs> and <laughs> where's Mario when you where's need him? Where's the button? Where's, the- where's Mario when you need him? Congratulations. You played yourself, Iridian. MJF ain't showing up. The fuck? What you think this is? 
And I don't know if it was like maybe because it was like Thanksgiving, like pre-Thanksgiving, that he was like, I, I'm just not going to be there. But then Please. they gave the excuse of like, he, he was, he's going to show up in Indiana. Indiana? I cannot. The disrespect. Of all places that you could have showed up. I think the only other place that could have been worse than Indiana would have been Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Indiana is still worse than Wisconsin. Really? Wisconsin at least has a forest and, you know, all the trees and so... The Pretty. forest. <laughs> Isn't that what they have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have cheese. Miss <laughs> Fred, you go to Wisconsin a lot. What do they have? They have you pass forest. I mean, what is a forest? <laughs> you literally said they have. I just know I, there's. I just know there's a bunch of trees, Miss Fred. I don't know the difference between a forest or the woods. Or <laughs> is it different? Is it not? I know, I know it's different from the jungle. Obviously, it's not oh, the, the jungle, jungle is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the forest and the woods. Yeah, foresty. Yeah, it's forest. I don't know, Rest Forest friend. preserve. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. It's the forest, Rest friend. Wisconsin is full of... Rest friend, you, when you went to school I know, in Wisconsin. I, you don't remember? I no, I was nowhere near the forest. I don't think. What do you mean? Wisconsin <laughs> is all foresty. I was in Milwaukee. So it's, that's, that's I feel city, like that's right? more city. Yeah, But you still have to drive through... Like the forest. But we were not area. taking the forest route. Would not, I mean, well, and neither is MJF. <laughs> okay. The point is that Wisconsin's still nicer than Indiana. Oh my God. I've been through a lot this week because the Blackpool Combat Club is yeah. on the verge of something restaurant. Yeah. And William Regal coming out, which I'm not mad at Mr. William Regal because I'm I loyal. Cannot. I am loyal. Loyal to who, restaurant? Because you're not being loyal to the other side. Restaurant, I truly am being loyal. I cheer for both sides. <laughs> you said you're like, not mad at Mr. William Regal. I'm though. not mad at Mr. William Regal. And Mox was like, okay, I need you to get out. I need you to get out of the ring, which I respect because I would be mad at too if Mr. William Regal yeah. ratted me out. But you know what? When I met Mr. William Regal, you know what he told me? I was like, Mr. Regal, I am really such a huge fan of yours. Like, I like, I think I'm your I'm your number one fan. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? My wife said that I had to have one fan out, out there at least. So it has to be you. And I was like, yeah, I really am a fan. And he's like, you must not know me that well. And I was like, oh, my God, because he's he's a villain. He's, yeah. But he's a gentleman villain. Right. So he's classy, mm -hmm. which I respect that he told me that. I didn't really know him because it showed because really I really didn't rest friend <laughs> and a lot of wrestlers will be out here and you know not show you who they really are but Mr. William Regal told me straight up <laughs> so I was not surprised the only thing that I was surprised about is that people were booing William Regal because you wanted MJF as champion right and he helped MJF become champion right. and now you're gonna be like oh fuck William Regal because he helped MJF become champion hypocrites I know it's not the same city, but they were also booing John Moxley not that long ago mm -hmm. because of MJF. So it's like, who understands this fan base? I, not me. Not me. I, <laughs> not me. I don't. And I don't know what it is because, again, going back to the, this was, I think, the CM Punk match that people were booing uh, John Moxley. Yeah. And I was like, come on, Chicago, please. CM Punk, back to FanFest. He was not a FanFest. He was not out here representing AEW and Mox. That's all he's been doing. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to boo Mox? Mm -hmm. um, so it's just like these weird situations where I'm just like, what are fans like? What goes through your head? I get not us because we do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like certain situations, right? Where you're just like, what is happening? And one of these situations would be the elite yep. restaurant. How did you feel? I was excited. I was yeah. so excited for to see them come back because this whole CM Punk situation, um, you can tell by watching BTE that they were going through it. I'm sure they were stressed. So I love them so much. So I felt it more on a, like, not really on a personal level because not really like I know them like that. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I feel for them. Like, I love these guys so much. So seeing them come back, yeah. I was super excited for that. And because I, I know that they were also probably anticipating to see um, how the crowd was going to react. Mm -hmm. You and I were ready to <laughs> cheer. We were we were so ready to cheer we, for them, right? We were excited to see them. Yes. And then they come out. And to our surprise, the entire crowd is booing them. Like, so loud. And I was upset because I was excited to hear their new theme song, mm -hmm. Wayward Son, in person. I was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. I'm probably going to tear up a little bit. We couldn't even hear it because of the boos. This really shocked me. And I guess... It was in the moment because I did not hear booze. Yeah. 
initially. And then when I was editing the video, the the vlog, that's literally all you heard. But you heard us saying like, oh my God, yes, can you can see you can see them? We're, we're super excited, guys. We're like, oh my God, yes, they're, they're coming. Anything could happen. And, but like they had just announced that that was the match that was up next. So we knew it was going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I guess you see in the video that like we are able to see them because it's dark. Right. They hadn't turned the lights on yet. Right. But we get excited because we're able to see them. And everybody just starts booing. And I was like, oh, there's no way. Because we had talked to rest friend Mario about this because mm-hmm. Mario was watching this. And he's like, yeah, Chicago was really loud. They were not for the elite. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like we were cheering for the elite. Like we were saying fuck CM Punk. Like we were saying CM Punk sucks. Yeah. And I did not hear any of that That's until crazy, the video because I was I was just In like so moment. excited. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God, we get to see Kenny and the Young Bucks, like the people who started this company. Yes, exactly. And if people are booing them, it just didn't make any sense to me. Cause then I started to think about like, well, how much do these fans know? Like, did they watch the same press conference? Like, what is happening? Because CM Punk is out here. We know. We know how CM Punk has been. Like, exactly. Before. Yeah. And like you hear stories about CM Punk and that he's not like the friendliest and he's kind of like dry with some interactions. And that's probably just how he is like yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. And he can't help that. But in certain situations like this, like I do think that CM Punk was in the wrong yeah. to go out here and do the things that he did. But the booing of the elite was insane to me because I feel like our section was pretty split except for the people who were in front of us that were like all for uh, CM Punk. (laughs) Yep. No, I uh, even, no, honestly, I did feel around us not that many people were cheering for the elite. Mm -hmm. Um, We were the loudest right there in our little section. There was some people behind, like you said, but my friend, I right away noticed that it broke my heart. So devastated I, that they were booing them so loud. And it but you know what? Okay, fuck these fans, right? Fuck them. If it wasn't for the elite, we wouldn't have even been there. Like mm-hmm. would AW even be a thing if it wasn't for them, right? But they gave us a great match and they trolled the shit out of the, the crowd. <laughs> so, you know, at least we got something good out of it. Yeah. Because the trolling was on another level. The buckshot. Yes. That ma- <laughs> that was my favorite part of the night. Oh my God. The Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers uh, and Pac, they cannot put on a bad match. No, they can't. And and Kenny, of course. We love Kenny. We've missed Kenny. It's been so long. And I like that you mentioned the BTE because watching that, like my heart was so happy. I was yeah. like, I've been waiting, yeah. waiting for this. And they were like changing in their car mm-hmm. because they were like, oh my God, you know, we haven't been there on TV, but we've been backstage, which is interesting because I'm like, yes, they are the owners of the company. They can't just like disappear. Yeah. You know? They had to like their suspension, I guess, was pure talent based. Right. Um, but what a fantastic match. And I did appreciate all the CM Punk trolling and people on Twitter we're so upset about it, restaurant. They're yep. like, you guys are so unprofessional to be teasing all of these stuff and to be mocking CM Punk. Like, shut up, bro. Like, have fun. First of all, okay, it, you have the freedom to boo the elite. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> you also have the freedom to, like, not like them. Whatever. But enjoy it. Yeah, like, like, it was fun. Kenny right. biting the arm. Right. 10 out of 10. These people act... Like, they're the ones that the elite fought. Like, you weren't there. It was CM Punk, mm-hmm. you know? It was Ace Steel. It was the Bucks. It was Kenny. You weren't there. Yeah. Um, Ace Steel didn't bite you. So, Ace Steel bought Kenny. So, if Kenny wants to mock that situation, he can. Yeah. Why are you going on fucking Twitter talking mm-hmm. about how upset you are at what the elite did? How come you, you weren't as upset as what for what CM, for CM Punk, Punk did? And, did. Sit, um, and said, I mean. Exactly. I mean... I don't know. These fans are, some of these fans are, it's not just loyalty. They're literally up these wrestlers' asses. Yeah. And that loyalty thing, like, I feel like for a long time, like, we were loyal to CM Punk, right? Like, he's from Chicago. Like, you have to be loyal. But there's just some things that you're just like, you know what? This is where my loyalty ends. Yeah. And for me, that was the press conference. Yeah. Because, like, there's just no way that you could be unprofessional like that in your job 
and to call people out for real life problems mm-hmm. that are actually being had. Mm-hmm. That's just like, that's not how I roll. So that's where that loyalty ended for me. And I feel like yeah. a lot of people like CM Punk is never going to be like, oh my God, thank you so much for supporting me. Like you are amazing. You are incredible. CM Punk doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a shit. He does not. So I bet you he is, I think someone tweeted that he was, he did not enjoy that segment. Who the fuck his cares? People, apparently his people, yeah, weren't happy about it. He Look, he was a commentator on what? What, what the fuck was he a commentator for? Some, for some MMA, MMA stuff. stuff. Yeah. And Which he I believe- was also joking around. How come people weren't mad about that? Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, if CM Punk had the opportunity to get back in the ring, he would also mock the situation. So I don't understand the anger. Enjoy it. Stop being fucked little... Can we curse on here? Shut up. Yes, we're fine. Oh, stop being yeah. little bitches. Yeah. This is our podcast. We can say whatever we want. Oh, okay. Fuck CM Punk. Fuck <laughs> CM Punk. It's still on site. It's on site, honestly. Chicago, come on, please. Do better. I can't believe <laughs> I live in a place like this right now where people are booing the elite. But then, ugh, I don't know, whatever. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of this. Tired of these people. I'm tired of these people. <laughs> the point is, we have the elites back. Yes. Kenny, if you're listening to this right now, I'm so glad you're back. Matt, Nick, thank you, you for everything that you do. I appreciate you guys. You will be our future bosses one day. Let's see who calls first. Ya me los imagino escuchando. I know. They're going to be like, oh my God. How do they know we're listening? <laughs> We, for the next convention, if they come or meet and greet, we have to do customized airbrush t-shirts oh that say God. the Young Bucks Rusties. Yes. <gasps> they would pop. <laughs> They'd be they, like, okay. They'd be like, these <laughs> fucking weirdos. Let's put them on BTE. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, if we end up on BTE. Hey, man. Yes, a job is a job. All right. And we will get it done. And I'll do it for free. <laughs> yeah, for free. Free 99 here at Rust Friends. We don't, unless they... Unless they want to sponsor us. Oh, unless they want to sponsor us and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down. Dana, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. Moving on to some other things that happened that night besides Tony Khan not showing up. So let's go back to the beginning because we showed up during the middle of AEW Dark. Yes. And Brandon Cutler was having a f- match with, I am sorry, I do not know who it was. But. Uh, <laughs> Good question. Let me try to remember. Go right. On. It was some person in some shorts, I think. Like I don't, a- like a singlet. Oh yeah, shorts. Right. Like it was like a short. I, I don't know. I don't know who it was. But props to Brandon Cutler for being on on a match. And because we got there late, we assumed that Tony Khan had already come out and mm-hmm. said said his spiel or whatever. And then AW Dynamite starts, and we're like, okay, well, Tony's gonna come out now because it's before the show, and he will promote the show and talk about what's happening on Dynamite. And then he'll be like, and then after you're gonna stay for Rampage for an hour of great matches or something like that. <laughs> and he did not come out. And we were not. like, okay, maybe, you know, it, it's busy. We you know the it, everything happened really, really fast because I think it was the last, the end of Eddie Kingston's match. And Eddie Kingston, iconic, love you. Yeah, Eddie, I forgot. I, I got distracted after I said Eddie Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> He's about and then Dynamite started. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, everything happened really fast. So William Regal, his music came out, which... It's a bop. I don't know if people were able to l- to listen to it on TV because like the music played for Regal. Regal got into the ring and then the Dynamite show started. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the TV just showed him on already in on, the ring. Already in the ring. So that song I have to find because I thought you know we were jamming. We we're like, okay, what is this song? This is good. Good job to Ruckus if that's who made it because he just makes all the iconic AW themes. Mm-hmm. But Tony did not come out. And I can't believe we're talking about this still. <laughs> it's 18 minutes into the show. <laughs> and I guess I'm just so shook that like, it, this is your hometown. I'm sorry, guys, that I'm bringing this up again. But I'm very salty that Tony Khan did not show up. No, we literally, after the show, after the, um, Rampage, mm-hmm. we that that's all we were talking about. We we're like, why did Tony not come out? Mm-hmm. It was so weird because every year that they've come for Thanksgiving, yeah. he comes out. So we were like, he's scared. And this was the holiday show. So it wasn't just like a a regular dynamite in like April or something. Right. This was the holiday one. And Tony literally always comes out and like, he'll say Which something along. Happy holidays. Yeah. He'll say something along the lines of that. And like, oh, I love being with my family on the holidays. So- Fun fact, if you didn't know this, which you should know this if you listen to the podcast, that Tony Khan's family lives in Illinois and they live close to Chicago. And every holiday, that's why All Out is like 
on Labor Day because Tony gets to come back to Chicago and just spend the holidays with his family. Same yeah. thing with, um, I think last time Revolution was here, it was also like a three-day weekend or a like holiday or something. Yeah, it, well, it was... Um, it was something, right? I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, okay, it? we have... Leap year. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that was like that. February 29th. Mm-hmm. So just like special things like that. So anytime there's a big pay-per-view, like a big show that's in Chicago that lands on like a holiday, Tony, like that, that's why it's because Tony wants to be with his family and he'll say, you know, Hey, I love being back here and I'm always going to be back here. And that's what he's always said that there's always going to be a dynamite before Thanksgiving in Chicago. So if you didn't figure that out on your own, you figured it out here on the Rest Friends (laughs) podcast. (laughs) But yeah, we were leaving the show and we bumped into Kevin, who is our amazing friend, and who we always bump into every, every show. show. How? Like, how does this happen? Every show. And it's like even like the small shows, because last time at AAW, he was there and I was like, Kevin, <laughs> what is happening? Um, but yeah, I was like, Kevin, where was Tony? And he's like, he was scared. He was scared of the Chicago crowd. He's like, the elite can get booed. But Tony Khan cannot go out there and get booed because it will look bad. And I'm like, What? I don't see how that would look bad because like you were saying earlier, if Triple H were to come out and get booed, how, that wouldn't look bad, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know, I guess because it's Tony Khan. I don't know. I guess maybe that would have made more headlines as opposed to like things that happen on Dynamite. But to be like, oh, wow, the his owner of AEW booed him in his hometown. In his hometown. I would have wrote that headline. <laughs> well, you think we would have booed him? Well, actually, obviously not, uh, we wouldn't have. We would but have. you think the crowd would have booed him just like the elite? maybe now looking back at the footage <laughs> at the footage that you can find on our YouTube channel at <laughs> rest friends. Um, yeah, I, I guess I was telling Kevin that I, I didn't see how Chicago could boo him, Yeah, but the way that they were acting for the elite, right. That shit was crazy. Right. Very crazy. That's true. Um, well, at least the elite and the Lucha brother and the uh, death triangle match was amazing. Fantastic. Like you said, they could never have a bad match. The, how many times have we seen the Young Bucks against the Lucha Brothers? So many times. And how many times have they missed? Zero. Never. Never. So. Not a single time. And I'm I'm really excited. I think that the story that they're doing with uh, Death Triangle is really good. Yes. Because Ray last time was the one who cheated. And this time it was Penta. So I'm just like, okay, full on heels. Like, what is happening? I am really excited because I've never experienced, like, the Lucha Brothers as heels. And I was talking to you about this mm-hmm. and Sergio in the car that I'm like, everyone that I know, like Kenny and the Bucks, like everyone who's new to me as wrestlers, I only know them because of AEW. And on AEW, they've only been a uh, face. Mm-hmm. So, and baby faces. So to see people turn heel, I'm just like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then you talked about Hangman. You're like, oh my God, restaurant, wait till Hangman turns heel. And I'm like, Hangman? <laughs> what? What is it? There's no way Hangman yes. could be a heel. What do you yes. mean? Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to see it. You're going to be shook, like you say. I'm I'm ready for it, but I'm not ready But you're for not. It. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Thunder Rosa, restaurant. Yes. Um, mm. So it was announced on AEW. Renee came out and she's like, okay, we have an announcement about the AEW women's title. And that is that Thunder Rosa and AEW have come to an agreement and she is going to forfeit or relinquish the was title. Was it relinquish or forfeit? I don't, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what the wording was, but they were like, okay, so. She's going to go of the title. She's, she's done. Interim yeah. is out of here. Yeah. And now Jamie Hayter is the champ champ. Yes. What are your thoughts about this? I like that. I like that there's no more interim champ. Um, I I also do think it was useless if they weren't even going to um, use her at all to even come out here and represent yeah. the women. Um, but I'm very sad. I'm very sad of the way that it had to end because there was a couple rumors, you know, when she left that there was some backstage drama mm-hmm. with the other women. So I don't like that. Um, but I hope that... Thunder Rosa comes back soon, yeah. healthy, and that everything is good. Yeah. Business-wise. I don't yeah. care what's going on backstage and the drama and everything. Business-wise, I hope that everything's good for her, and I can't wait to see her come back. Yeah, and you and I talked about this a little bit on the on the car ride to the arena about 
just Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker and like certain situations that like were backstage problems. And as wrestlers and even as people, right? Like you don't have to like your coworkers. You don't have to agree. everyone's going to like you. Yeah. You don't have to agree with the things that they do, with who they hang out with, the type of person they are, whatever. Like that's Mm -hmm. your own personal thing. And not everyone backstage is going to like each other. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like you can still be professional in the ring. Like Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker never put on a bad match. Never. Never. And- um, I know there were some people who were talking about like, oh, well, she's too rough and she's too stiff in the ring. Maybe that's how she performs. Maybe that's how she is. Like, yeah. you can't help that. Just then that would be up to the other wrestler to be like, okay, well, she works kind of stiff. Let me just change my game plan a little bit. Um, because she is that type of performer. Some people are high flyers. Some people are grapplers. Like it's, it's just different. So to find out that like, okay, maybe Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa don't like each other. That wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah. And even when wrestlers talk shit about each other and it's like, I love Thunder Rosa and I love right. Britt Baker. And people were like, oh, well, Britt Baker's talking shit about Thunder Rosa. I could give two shits. Yeah. Like that's their problems. I still love Britt Baker and yeah. I still love Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't like hearing it. I hate knowing, especially because we love both Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. I yeah. I don't like the thought of them not liking each other because they're my favorites, yeah. right? But at the same time, you're right. Like like you said, it's none of our business. So why would we even care? Why am I going to say, man, fuck Britt Baker because she was mm-hmm. talking shit about Thunder Rosa? It's none of my business. Yeah. I don't know what's going on back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Thunder Rosa le, um, le dijo chinga tu madre or something. And or Britt Baker's shit. like, bitch, fuck you. I don't know. Yeah. That, you know? That, you know what? That's probably exactly <laughs> That's what happened. That's probably what happened. That's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> Britt Baker was like, I'm not having this. And Thunder Rosa was like, pues ahora te chingas and some shit. Yeah. And... That's none of our business. That's none of our business, exactly. So, yeah, when people are on the internet trying to, uh, I feel like it's not only pin these wrestlers against each other, but Mm -hmm. also fans. Yes, pinning the fandoms against each other. Against each other. Which, at the end of the day, is not beneficial because they're women's wrestlers. Like, their representation. And and not saying that, like, okay, just because they're being represented, like, that's what we should take and that's that's where our standards should be. But... This is nonsense, guys. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't know. That word just came to me, best friend. Like, this is nonsense. This is nonsense. Okay. <laughs> so they're like all my teachers. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, what else happened on Rampage? Did you that uh that not Rampage on Dynamite that you want to talk about, or should we move on to Rampage? We can move on to Rampage. Okay. Rampage was short, but we did get to. <laughs> Rampage was an hour long, guys. Nothing really happens in Rampage. And uh, I, honestly, after Dynamite, people started leaving. Yes. A and lot of people left. we saw Amanda, right? Is yes, that her Amanda? Huber, Amanda yes. Huber. And she is out and about in these arenas. She's working. She is working full time because that woman was out there literally every other match and in between matches to make sure the crowd was all right. To She was actually... Um, this is cheese, my guys. So when people leave the the TV side, the people who run the show have to find seat fillers. So if you are up somewhere in a different section that's kind of empty, they will move you to fill those seats. And I don't know why they weren't doing it for this one. Or maybe she just thought that it was easier to get people who were backstage already to have them fill seats. But a lot of the people that we saw was local talent mm-hmm. being used as seat fillers, which I was like, that's interesting because they're recognizable, I would feel, right? Yes. So even like, to, especially if you're at Chicago and you're in the Chicago show and they were in the TV view. So I was just like, hmm, maybe you should just give those upgraded seats for people who aren't coming back as like people who are at the show yeah. and not the backstage talent yeah. as who is being used as extras. I don't know. That That's just how I felt about it. Well, yeah, because we've, we've gone through that in WWE where mm-hmm. we had what 200, we had tickets, yes. seats for the 200 section mm-hmm. and they came to us and they're like, Oh no, you guys um, were upgrading your seat or something mm-hmm. like that. And we ended up in the 100s with great, great seats. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also what they should do there because as fans, like that excites you. That's yeah. so cool for the people that are in the 200 section. Yeah. Or on the other side, mm-hmm. um, I agree with you on that. Okay. <laughs> but something we didn't talk about, which I'm very surprised, is how do you feel about Ricky Starks beating Ethan Page and now he's going to go against MJF?
you're speechless? I, <laughs> Restaurant, you don't know what to say? <laughs> no, um, and you know what? I was watching this, uh, I rewatched this match with my dad. But Restaurant, we were Ricky's biggest fans yes. there. We were super excited because I was like, at this point, Tony's not here. My Blackpool Combat Club is breaking up. I was in shambles, Restaurant. So Ricky came out and I was like, finally, Ricky Starks. Oh my goodness. I was really excited for Ricky. He looked rough though, Russ friend. Yes. He was all taped up, like his upper, what is it, the torso or whatever, his back and his shoulder were a little taped up. Mm-hmm. I was scared. And you know, I'm a very delicate, Russ friend, already. Yes, you, like, yes. <laughs> yes Russ friend. friend. You know, if one thing you know about me, Russ friend, you say delicadita, okay? Delicadita. So, <laughs> delicadita. So, Ricky, I was really, really excited for him. Uh, but we we're also fans of Ethan. Yes. So we were just like, okay, cool. This is going to be a really, really great match. And. Ricky pulled it out. And I think that I knew that this was going to happen because I feel like Ricky has really, really good momentum right now. And Ethan doesn't need this win necessarily. Not Um, yet. No. Yeah. So he could still work up to it because he's still doing a lot of things with the firm and with Stokely. So I think they could like work on that for a little bit before Mm -hmm. they get to MJF because now with MJF being champion I feel like there's just so many more competitors that are available. You know, when it was Mox... I did think that there was only like a certain type of person that could like face him, right? So what you're saying, right. And now with MJF, I feel like, oh my God, there could literally be anybody, you know? Other pillars at least. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like this is the perfect moment for... You could build this up with with like Jungle Boy. Yes, exactly. With literally with Ricky, with... There's just so many other people that I would see. Even like Yuta, like, yes. because they had their their match um, a while back. And it's just like, it seems a little bit more attainable. MJF as champion seems a little bit more obtainable. Mm-hmm. Like if it was Yuta fighting Mox, I'd be like, that's not, they're not, they're not doing anything. Jungle Boy, same thing. Don't believe it. Yes. Or something like that, right. But now I feel like MJF is just really, the fact that he's young and that he's really, really good on the mic and he could just really feud with anyone and make it work. Yeah. I see a lot of other possibilities, which I would hope that Yuta gets a shot because you know what? My Blackpool Combat Club merch is high risk right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Restaurant, you were there with your bedazzled Yuta shirt. I was honestly so disappointed because MJF did not. (sighs) MJF didn't show up and Yuta didn't show up. And Claudio showed up not in his Blackpool Combat Club merch, Restaurant. And I remember Mm -hmm. I looked to you and I'm like, Claudio's not wearing it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, and like, I don't know if this is the beginning of the end. I really hope it's not. I hope that Blackpool Combat Club can go on without a leader because Jericho was talking shit, Russ friend. Mm-hmm. Jericho was like, Claudio, you don't need to worry about me. You need to worry about your Blackpool Combat Club or Combat Club, whatever it's called, because that looks like it's in shambles. And I was like, shut the fuck up, Jericho. With his shimmery with his ugly silver ass, jacket. With his bell bottom jacket, which I didn't even <laughs> know they made that. <laughs> Fucking cuffs on that shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the entire Jericho what appreciation, is appreciation society. society is hilarious. I just, they're a joke to me in a good way. Except, yes, except, except, for, except Jericho for Jericho and Hager. Yeah. Hager with his dumbass hat gimmick. The actual two problematic people. Exactly. Everyone else <sighs> is just hilarious. I love it. But <laughs> go ahead, restaurant. Blackpool Combat Club is in club is in shambles. Is in shambles. I am in shambles. Um, I was gonna say something. The like, the only good thing to come out of Jericho Appreciation Society is the sports entertainers. Yes, iconic. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm gonna talk about Daniel Garcia and his outfits. <laughs> this man came out in mom jeans, in pantalones de mezclilla that we all have. He straight up looked like a dad with his dad shoes. And then that that was the first time I think we saw Danny Garcia twice yes. right because once for the second time the second he came time. out with a sweater restaurant like with a like, Sherpa like, like a little <laughs> Columbia sweater and I know my mom for a fact has that sweater <laughs> for a fact so Danny and then he starts running which we know Danny Garcia can't run we know this we've witnessed this so I don't know restaurant you know what a lot of uh, a lot of girls love Danny Garcia. Yes, they like, do. I know th- there are Daniel Garcia girlies. I don't see it. <laughs> I feel like he reminds me of one of my primos. Yes, right. Same here. Right. Same I feel here. Like he would get along with like a lot of our primos because they dress the same. They have the same kind of verbiage. Yes. So I always say that that's my primo. That's my primo Garcia. <laughs> Even though he's got questionable outfits, right? Sometimes and questionable judgment. Um, but I think that yeah, that's where I'm at. 
not not a girly, but a prima. A prima, no, same, same. I feel like I wouldn't be able to take them serious most of the time, so that's definitely my yes. thing. Yes. How about your tios? Oh, my God. I think he would get along with your dad. I think he would oh. get along with your dad. Honestly, I feel like my dad would get along with a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, your dad would get along with a lot of them. They would love your you dad. You know who would love my dad? Eddie Kingston. I yes. think they would get along because they'd be like, talking about the hood and like running from people. Oh my I don't God, know. that is so true. Your dad is from the Chicago streets. My dad, my daddy be talking about some stuff and I'm like, what are you saying? Like, but what did he say the other day? Some, that he was like, oh, I couldn't go through this neighborhood because they would like chase me down. And I'm like, who are you talking about chase you down? You are not a runner. And he's like, well, that's because that's because in my time. And I'm like, sir, please, please. And I know my daddy did not spend the most time in school. And he was like on on the streets a lot. Right. But I feel like mm, in that aspect of like relatability of hood, I feel Eddie like Kingston, he would. Kingston, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I agree. And who else? John I, Moxley. John Moxley, yes. Moxley, yep. yes. I, I need to make a list. <laughs> and then once I meet these wrestlers, for sure, it's got to be Ricochet. First person. Ricochet. Yep. Four scores seven boy. years ago. First, it needs to be Ricochet. That's his boy. My dad was watching AJ on... um. Yes, his boy AJ Styles on Survivor Series, Survivor Series War Games. Uh, and he was super excited. He's like, vieja, iri me compro los guantes de AJ. And mom's like, ay, sí, ahí los tienes. And she's like, pues ahí nomás los, los rumbaste ahí en el cuarto. And like, I was about, to, I was like, please don't get into an argument right now. I'm trying to watch wrestling. <laughs> and she was about to be like, this man is so messy. <laughs> I think I we finished that. talking about all the, the AEW cheese me. We had the biggest thing we had was the elite. Yeah. For sure. That's something we haven't been... Uh, we haven't stopped talking about. Can we talk about Ring of Honor really quick? Let's talk about Ring of Honor. So when they took the belt off of Claudio and gave it to Jericho, I thought it was because Tony Khan had something set up, right? Because we knew we we're like, okay, so to get more eyes on yeah. the championship, cool, give it to Jericho. And this is along the, the same thing that they did with um, when they got AEW initially, they gave the championship to Jericho to build that name up, right? But now that Jericho is the Ring of Honor champion, I feel like it's just kind of like, eh. Like, what are we doing? We're just going to pass around Literally the Ring of nothing. Honor championship and not have a TV deal, not have merch go out. Like, it's kind of cross-promoted. And I think I told you that it was like having NXT perform on SmackDown and Raw every week. Yes. Which they all need to be their separate things. Like, yes. we have their NXT its own brand yeah. and SmackDown and Raw their own thing. I get it that on Rampage and Dynamite things can cross, but... Now you have Ring of Honor brought into the mix. And now Samoa Joe is double champ. Ring of Honor TV champion, which we don't have TV. So I, what is that? I think, like, I'm good on the Ring of Honor on Dynamite and Rampage. Mm -hmm. I think we, I think as a fan, yeah. it would be nice for them to focus on the AEW talent for Dynamite and Rampage. Mm -hmm. Maybe at the pay-per-views have a Ring of Honor mm -hmm. match with someone from AEW, you know, yeah. at the pay-per-views. But just at the pay-per-views. Yeah. But at the same time, I agree. Like, when when is Ring of Honor going to come back? Yeah. Um, because I I see it on social media, too, that a lot of fans are not um, fans of Ring of Honor on AEW. They're yeah. like, don't give us this. Like, what is going on? I agree on that, Russ Friend. Like, get rid of, what is it, AEW Elevation? Is Elevation Dark the same thing? No, no right? No, there's two. There's, there's AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation or something like that. Interesting. Yes. So get rid of one of those. <laughs> and then just, I, I literally think that there's just so many things that could be done. And now Daniel Garcia is a champion. I think Danny was, is a good champ. Mm -hmm. I've only seen him fight Yuta. And who else did he fight? I think uh, Daniel Garcia, not Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia fought Daniel Garcia. Fought uh, Brian, Brian Danielson. And for the championship? It wasn't for the championship. Oh, okay. I think okay. it was just a regular match. But That's I'm just like, dang, if you have this stacked roster, because, you know, Claudio was initially brought in mm -hmm. to just do Ring of Honor, but then Danielson got injured. So you got Claudio, you got Samoa Joe, you got Chris Jericho, and move over Yuta to Ring of Honor, move over Danny to Ring of Honor, um, get a couple people, Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. In my perfect world... Cody wouldn't have gone to WWE and he would have been in charge Ring of Ring of Honor. Honor. Dang. Then in my in my head when people were talking about that, I'm like, that sounds like a dream. 
Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Just kidding. I don't know. But we, You know what? You and I were talking about this, about Cody and how, because I know you were looking at the entrance yes. at AW. Yes. And so tell them what you told me. I was <laughs> venting to Sergio how, you know, the, the, those bars that they used to use for his entrance. I'm like, that's forever Cody. Cody's name is on there. You may not see it, mm-hmm. but when you look at it, you, you think Cody. Cody. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a shit who they give it to. That is forever going to be Cody's. And I got a little emotional. I was like, oh, my God, I miss Cody. Mm-hmm. And then I had to tell my restaurant the same thing. <laughs> and then at the end of the show, we were like, Cody, they're kicking us out. And we're like, we're never, you're never going to be able to say that again. Because that happened at a th- Thanksgiving show. Yeah. That happened at Thanksgiving show. I was, yeah. I, I was a little tipsy. I was a little drunk. Cody would always come out at the end of every show, no matter what. And say hi to the people, take pictures with everyone. So if you were the last ones to stay and get past security, if you were available to, yeah. Cody would take a picture with you and yeah. he would talk to you for a little bit. And I was like, rest friend, that's never going to happen. But you were like, no rest friend. We never know yeah. because he could do everything that he wants to do in WWE and then come back. Yeah. And that's always a possibility, yeah. right? Because it scares me that in WWE, it's just more expensive. And... I know that when WWE does meet and greets, there's so many people that I know you don't really get that much time Mm -hmm. to even talk to them. And also, it's not like I go to WWE shows like that. Like, I don't go to WrestleMania and all of that. So I'm like, what are the possibilities that I meet him, right? Like Cody, yeah. But to be honest, I really do believe that one day Cody will be back once he does everything he wants to do in WWE. Mm -hmm. He becomes champion and... Who knows what else they're gonna do with him? I'm ex- I am excited. I know you guys are hoping he comes out at Royal Rumble, oh my God, and please, I'm hoping that Cody. for you guys. Please, Cody. I'm hoping. Listen, I have a lot of high hopes for Royal Rumble. Um, I'm hoping that Sasha comes back. Yeah. That Naomi comes back. Cody. Randy Orton is injured right now. Randy Orton is well. Um, he had surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And they said that. Like, I honestly stay home, Randy. We, like, I love you. We don't need you back right now. Um, but Edge, Edge could possibly make a return at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I being at the Rumble last year, mm-hmm. with hearing that, like, it was just insane, it right? Was cool. mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, there's a lot of things that could happen. But Cody, I wonder what his situation is. Cause, you know, yeah. Cody is owning AW too. Like, he's right. a partner. Like, did they buy him out of his contract? Is he still doing that? And it's just like NDA, super quiet. Like, he's still owns it but he just doesn't work there you know mm-hmm. like the young bucks in the bte they were like well you know technically we're suspended but we've been backstage for weeks and nobody knew that no dirt she was talking about that so i'm pretty sure that that was very hush hush yeah i you can tell that aw is very good at keeping things on the low for a very long time so it would be crazy and but i wouldn't be surprised if we found out that cody is still kind of like cody still has a little key. hand yeah. in it yeah. yeah and that with wwe he's just more Performer, but he does have more creative, like, liberty and stuff. Mm-hmm. But performing-wise, that it's all that that is. And then he still has a lot of things to do with AEW. I don't know. Um, I know Cody, Cody would have whooped CM Punk's ass. Oh, oh my, my God. Best friend. Cody would have taken it. He would have taken one for the team, for sure. Shit would have been on site. I just, <laughs> oh, my God. He would have been like, what'd you say? All right, I'll be right there. And bam. Bam. Get rocked. Talk shit, get hit. (laughs) Oh, man. I really wonder how that situation would have worked out or what would have happened if Mm. Cody was still there. Yeah. I wonder. Because you could kind of... I know Brandy would have not let that shit slide. Oh, no. But you can kind of see that Cody is like the mediator, right? Mm. But you would think that about Kenny, too. And it's like the story about Kenny trying to save Larry Larry. um, does sound like Kenny. Which, great for for Kenny. Um, wholesome. We Whole, love Kenny. So wholesome. But I also think Kenny would have rocked his shit. Yeah. On, also on site. I think if Kenny wanted to, he definitely would have. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Kenny. CM Punk can fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, was friend. Like, <laughs> you said he can barely fight in the ring. I don't think he can fight in real friend. life. Come on. I've, I... I'm pretty sure que si nos poníamos tuyo contra CM Punk. <laughs> Be like, I, rest I think friends, we can don't... take down CM Punk rest friend. <laughs> you know what? Know, but... CM Punk, you've heard this for 45 minutes. It's on site. <laughs> the dirt sheets. CM Punk and his camp not happy with rest friends. <laughs> with rest friend. podcast. <laughs> hometown girls versus hometown hero. That who's hero? Not mine. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. Rest friend, when you said, oh, um, MJF probably didn't want to come because 
he just won the championship. Best friend, Hangman was here. He didn't even wrestle that weekend when he won the championship. Wait, he won the championship at Full Gear the weekend. The week after that, he was in his hometown. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I believe they came here. And he still came, best friend. He didn't wrestle, but he but came he out and he showed up. So no excuses for Mr. MJF. I'm sorry. I just need to add that before we Thank we're you. done. <laughs> yeah. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. Because I'm still butthurt for you about MJF. You were so... And then I'm going to be so mad watching Dynamite. In this Indiana. fucking Wednesday in Indiana. <laughs> fucking worst place, guys. Come on, get that shit together. We might go. How far is it? <laughs> I literally, that's why I, I messed around. I was like, how much is a flight? What does a, a ground, a, a Greyhound look like? The train, you want to look it up? The train. Yeah, let's look it up, restaurant. What is it? Wednesday? Yes, it's Wednesday. Options, options. Um, okay. Talking about war games really quick before mm-hmm. we, we wrap up. Roman Reigns is just amazing and the storyline that the bloodline is telling is also very very amazing the women had a fantastic war games match and i think it was better than the men's i was telling you that i think the women had better wrestling but the men had better storyline uh-huh. and that's all thanks to sammy Zayn because sammy Zayn can do no wrong sammy is such an icon and he's such a great storyteller kevin owens same i think the bloodline really learned storytelling because i still remember Roman cutting a promo against John Cena and him like fumbling over his words. And Cena was like, uh, 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 you got to learn how to do this. You, you think you're hot shit? Like you're going to have to learn how to fucking cut a promo. Mm-hmm. And that shit is still so iconic to me, Rose friend. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Cena, I can't believe you roasted this man on TV because <laughs> he fucked up his promo. Like that shit is insane to me. Um, but yeah, this, this has just been really, really good stuff. And I hope that Roman is champion for another... 25 months. I agree. Like, I agree. Really good. I, I think he looks great as a double champ. I think mm. he looks great as a champ. Do you like his haircut? I, I love <laughs> his haircut. Best friend, he still has long hair. Yeah. I think he looks great. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at all. People are salty because he cut his hair. Fucking relax. If you are upset because he's not going to be able to do his chongo, he can still do his chongo. He can still do his chongo. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, guys. Still looks great. You know who didn't look great? Ronda Rousey. And that's how we can end the episode and talking <laughs> shit about Ronda Rousey. Because this woman literally does nothing. She came out with Shayna Baszler. And honestly, Shayna Baszler can fight. So I feel like Ronda Rousey goes out there thinking she can fight like Shayna Baszler. And she can't. I, I wonder how Shayna feels. Shayna's probably like, that's my friend and I'll be supportive. But that's it. <laughs> this bitch cannot fight. I know she thinks that. Shayna, like, give this episode a like if you... <laughs> If you agree, if you agree, we won't tell anyone. It'll be our, it'll be our secret. Your secret will be safe with us. But I, well, you know what? She does not have the best camp because we had Marina Shafir coming out as a chola restaurant. Who, who who gave her permission to appropriate our culture like that? Cultural appropriation, Marina. And I feel so bad for Roddy because (laughs) I know he'd be going through it at home. I know he does. And Marina, I I still go back to the old McDonald. Old McDonald had a farm promo that she cut where she was like, <laughs> I am the problem. You are the problem. You made the problem. And I was like, what are you saying? What are you saying? And then Vicky Guerrero comes out in a I am your mommy shirt, which Rhea Ripley addressed on her Twitter. She literally wrote Vicky Guerrero and she like put a little heart on it or some mm-hmm. shit. Like, that is Rhea Ripley merch. Yeah. And this girl on social media was trying to talk to me about how, oh, this is just an homage to Eddie Guerrero, her husband. I know who her husband is. Right? I know who Eddie Guerrero is. I'm Mexican. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero is like 75% of our culture. <laughs> like, you know how people are like, oh, you know, humans are 75% water. Mexicans yes. are 75% Eddie Guerrero. Yes. Like, that is what we run on. And you're going to tell me that I did not know that Vicky Guerrero was married to Eddie Guerrero and like the shirt. And that it's like, a homage for like, Eddie. Like, what do you think? Like, he, and then she's oh, yeah, with the low rider. Shut up. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. OK, you are wrong. And then I literally took a screenshot of the T-shirt of Rhea Ripley and posted it. And like, oh, yes, but I'm saying, no, I don't care what you're saying. Wrong. Don't care what you're saying. What do you think, restaurant? <laughs> Rest friend, go off. That's what I think. I was so confused. 
It's like and this mans- is why- it's like mansplaining, but this was like Th- not only mansplaining like a culture. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like mansplaining I was mansplaining trying- two girls. Like I I'm so confused. I was so confused. Like that wasn't your point the point of your tweet. <sighs> that literally wasn't. I I literally just said, Oh my gosh, she came out of Rare Ripley merch because when she did. Right. And I don't care if she if Vicky Guerrero didn't buy it off WWE and she just literally had it made. Like you can't go out there working for a different company and some other company's merch. Yeah. It just looks bad. I don't care if it was an homage to Eddie. And if it was, then you would still be wearing the old company's merch. Yeah. So you literally could have just came out in the low rider. Yeah. That's what I would have done yeah. business-wise. Whatever. We don't that's the wife. Look, I, I don't know, right? Vicky could do whatever she wants. Even like she we don't approve of her. Right. But she could do whatever she wants. Right. That's her husband. Exactly. Yes. I, I was gonna say something similar. Like I don't care for her. Um, she doesn't represent Eddie for us at all. Mm-hmm. But that was her man. That was her husband. And if she wants to come out saying that she I'm it, your mommy. <laughs> You ain't my mommy, but okay, girl. (laughs) Go ahead. Go off. Go off, Vicky. Tell them. Yeah. That's what I got to (laughs) say. Go off, rest friend. (laughs) All right, your rest friends. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. And make sure that you go over to our YouTube channel and watch our latest vlog and leave a comment, a like, and make sure you subscribe because it really does help us get more views on our videos. And we are on our way to a thousand subscribers. I think we're like 50-ish people away i know our instagram just hit a little bit of over a thousand followers so Mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for staying on this journey with us and being so kind and being just great rest friends and we love you all so so much rest friend where else can they find us on social media anywhere literally anywhere just go on our twitter go on our instagram and on our bio we have our link tree and that has the link for anything you want to find from us our youtube our tiktok um, like I said, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on everything. We literally are. Thank you all so much. I hope you all had a beautiful Thanksgiving with your loved ones. Yes. And, and and it is Rust Friends Birthday Week. Oh my gosh, I was is trying to end birthday this. Week? No, 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 no. I literally was gonna start with it, but I was like, no, no, no. Okay. So Rust Friend, first of all, I don't know when I'm gonna post this, but if it's later, happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rest Friend. You already gave me my gift. She gave me my gift. She's like, you don't have to open up my Rest Friend. You cannot give me my gift and me have to wait. I opened it right away. Um, I will tell you guys one thing she got me. She got me a Hangman figure. Kind of completed my collection. Um, So I'm so happy I can't wait to get home and look at it. (laughs) Look at it even more. But yes, you guys, thank you so much, Rush Friend. I'm actually turning 30, letting you all know, because I'm really proud of them. I made it to 30. How iconic. And Rush holy friend. shit. Yeah. I am super excited. It's it's the birth week, the birth month. The birth so month. you guys can literally wish her happy birthday every single day till the end of the month, which that would be next year. Next year. <laughs> all of December too. All of December. Honestly, just wish Rush Friend a happy birthday. And all I'm saying is it's Sag season. And I know if if you know, you know. I like. don't know what that means. But Teddy said, <laughs> if you know, you know. So I know that's right. Ex- Thank you, Rush Friend. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Alrighty, Bye. bye.